Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Chat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, Hey, what's up with cars? I'm John. And I'm Lucas. And today we'll be talking about your medical questions. Just kidding, you didn't submit any, but we are talking about healthcare. Health car. I, health car. That's, the, that's maybe the name of the episode. It's the best I've come up with so far. And gosh knows I don't get better at puns when time crunch sets in. So it's probably that. Sorry, we didn't do anything better. I gotta say, like in the first 10 episodes that we recorded, I distinctly remember you saying, they can't just all be car. And uh, I I hold my position that I held back then. I think they can. (laughs) They can, in fact, all be car, but they shouldn't, in fact, all be car. This, we are talking about health care in this one, you know, medicine and, and surgery and uh, hospitals and stuff. That's this one. In a nutshell, I will preface this one by saying, man, I've been watching the impeachment trials all day and I am feeling disillusioned with America. So, oh, the whole, I don't know, man, the the rich do what they want and no one can do anything about it except for the other rich. And even then, not really. Yes, John. I wonder how that could relate to the healthcare system. So I'll try to keep that out as best as I can by disillusionment and anger, but no promises. It's okay though, because Brexit also happened today. But who know? Who cares? Who did, cares about did, anything? Did Big Ben bong? I know that I was don't a, know, big, man. a big story in the news. Not the American news, though. Well, Big Ben is actually under repairs right now. It's like, that was the news. True fact. They yeah, were saying so that they needed bonged in a long time. They needed Big Ben to bong during Brexit, or they would look foolish. It was like a weird, oh. huge news story that a lot of people had on. Specifically over there. Man, that's why they look foolish vis-a-vis Brexit. Okay. I have gotten a lot of that out of my system, hopefully. Who knows how much more will come. Do you want to talk about the Disney Pixar series of cars now, John? Let's talk about the Disney Pixar series of cars now, Lucas. So, okay, Mater is a doctor. We know this. We yes. also know that there is just a gigantic amount of the population that are just all, like, terminally ill. And they're called lemons. So I gotta say, yes, the healthcare system probably really bad. John, I was certainly gonna get to that point at some point. It doesn't seem good. No, <laughs> like now I feel like if this not... episode has a overarching message, it's that the healthcare in cars is pretty bad. It's pretty. It's pretty exemplary of you know healthcare in honestly the real world. Oh. I was hoping you'd say it since I made a big deal about not saying things like that. Well, the thing is, uh, if if you are a very famous race car, you can get, uh, I don't know, 
ripped to shreds and then just be Mm -hmm. rebuilt and be fine and you'll live plenty long but if you're like i don't know just a a a nice poor little car who happened to be born with you know a pre-existing condition where you're going to be a lemon and you're (laughs) going to be a lemon and you don't have an insane amount of wealth to take care of that you're just going to fall apart slowly and people are going to laugh at you when you wet yourself because you know you can't help it because you're just made that way and that's hilarious to them because they're rich and bougie and terrible because we need to eat the rich. Again, what parallels could we possibly draw from that to the real world? But anyway, but Mater isn't the only doctor. We know Mater's a doctor because, of course, Mater's tall tales in Rescue Mater, in which he's a doctor. But anyway, Mater's not the only doctor, which is, I don't know, a good enough lead up to the... The words of the prophets whispered to me in a dream. Quote of the day. Uh, Give me the words of the prophets whispered to you. Of the day. Absolutely. That one was submitted by Rob. Thank you, Rob, for that one. Less embarrassing than number one fan faith's submission. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, this one, we are. I want to do a sort of amalgamation of two different things on two different wikis. Mm-hmm. The thing I was saying, Mater's not the only doctor. Doc Hudson is, in fact, another doctor. Uh, so we are going over to both Disney.fandom.com slash wiki slash Doc underscore Hudson and Heroes dash and dash villains.fandom.com slash wiki slash Doc underscore Hudson. Heroes and villains. The heroes and villains fandom, their wiki, I guess, which is, I don't know, kind of weird, but what do I know? Uh, but on both of these, if you scroll all the way down, Right before you get to the comments, because I promise you don't want to look at the comments, uh, you get to a thing that says categories, which is basically like Doc Hudson falls in these categories that several other characters also fall into. And I don't know, they're just kind of fun. So I'm going to read several from both. I'm not going to indicate which is from which, because I don't know. It sounds like work. Uh, (laughs) So uh, this... Doc Hudson appears in characters, male, cars characters, deceased characters, heroes, characters in Disney Park, judges, doctors, mechanics, race cars, Pixar characters, mentors, elderly characters, <laughs> sorry, anti-heroes, okay. uh, deuterogonists, which is a word we just defined, it, it's like a secondary protagonist, kind of, uh, we also have, of course, uh, wise characters, pessimists turned pessimists turned optimists, which may be my favorite one. Only second to, of course, Disney Crossy Road characters. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, Disney Crossy Road. Yeah, you don't know Crossy Road. Of course, I know what Crossy Road is, but for our fans who don't, can you explain it to me? Yeah, it's like a mobile game. Uh, it's it's Frogger. It's it's literally Frogger, uh, in which you try to cross the road as care as a character, but things try to hit you. This one has a Disney theme, and you can be different characters and do it. Liz, my my girlfriend Liz was very very much into this game for a long time. Actually, I had forgotten it existed until this the wiki quote of the day. Okay, I uh, I played Emoji Blitz, but probably it was the that's Disney close enough. Games. Yeah, that's probably close enough. But yeah, I do want to say I did click on the pessimist turned optimist uh, category, 
this one was like on the heroes and villains. A lot of characters. Uh, they they have eight trending pages here. Uh, from again, it's it's heroes and villains, so it's not just cars or not just Disney, and they are Trek, <laughs> uh, Jojo McDodd, who is the like Whoville protagonist from Horton. Here's a Who, <laughs> Princess Fiona and Donkey, are both up there. Oh, good. Which I don't re- think really fits Donkey very well, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, then we have Red from the Angry Birds movie, Manny from Ice Age, uh, then the Lorax, and then Sid from Ice Age. So those are sort of your notable examples of pessimists turned into optimists, of which Doc Hudson is one. An interesting and oddly specific list. Ain't it, though? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's the thing I wanted, that's the funny thing I wanted to say from the uh, wiki quotes, Uh, but let me actually find one more thing it is, of course, Doc's official bio. In it, it says, Doc is a car of few words, but many talents. Uh, he not only serves as the town's judge, but also Radiator Springs resident doctor. Doc is respected and admired by the townsfolk for the way he looks out for their health and tends to their aches and pains. So, so we do know that they feel pain. <laughs> we do, and th- that was sort of what I was trying to get to. It is fairly important to this episode, the cars feel pain. And we've always we've always assumed that. But now yeah, we know yeah. for sure it's not just a reaction that they have natural No, they feel real pain and they have to go to a doctor yeah. about that. And uh, as far as we are aware, it's one of those uh you got to be rich for it to be a good thing. That's very much the case, although I would, I don't know, I hope Doc Hudson does some pro bono work there in Radiator Springs. Oh, for but sure, but if you do pro bono work, you're not going to be the person who ends up with a lot of, like, materials and supplies to help out your town. It's true. It's it's true. The thing yep. is, it's true. So let's talk about the fact that, uh, in general, cars <laughs> can be immortal. Realistically, cars can be immortal, because you just keep replacing the mechanical parts. So you have to assume that the squishy bit is the only part that can die. Okay, okay. I thought you were insinuating that the cars are in fact immortal. But no, yeah, I get what you're saying. The squishy part is the part that bad things happen to. Yes, that that dies. Yeah, there, there's a weird thing where, uh, I don't remember exactly what it is, but in like a post-apocalyptic world, the vehicles you're going to want are going to be the older vehicles because you want something like, I don't know, 20, 30 years old at least. Because you don't want a computer in your car in the apocalypse because it's the part that's going to be hard to repair. And we're making cars that just don't turn on if you don't have the computer working in it. So that could be a thing in the future of in this universe, if cars function essentially the same way that the newer cars, the Jackson Storms, they're going to be the cars that in an apocalypse situation are going to start failing first and that the older cars are going to be the only ones that can do much of anything. But then you think about the fact that the squishy bits do definitely age and the cars are experiencing time. And it's just strange to me that you can replace all your parts. You can be as wealthy as you want, but you can't just give yourself like great new parts because for some reason you'll notice all of those old racers, they were clearly not, in racing shape anymore and they weren't even considering the idea of racing 
And then there are the extremely wealthy people who are fans of racing, but not racers themselves, even though they could easily afford the parts. Yeah, like like we see the effects of age on these cars, not just from a mechanical standpoint. And not only that, but like we talked about this for like a while in the Cars 2 episode, but uh, the villain in Cars 2 has like a part that he has to have replaced like once every month. Uh, but he can't mm-hmm. just, for whatever reason, he can't just like re-outfit his entire being. So that's not the case. Like he is incredibly, incredibly ab- exorbitantly rich. But there's something about his biology that makes it so he has to have these mechanical parts, which is very strange and weird and bad. And it's not even that he has to have mechanical parts. It's this specific part, the same make and model, because, and we know this because in uh, Planes, Fire, and Rescue, we had the same problem in our protagonist. He had an engine block failure, and he could not find a replacement part that would have fit him specifically. And throughout the entire movie, they're, they're doing this search for that part, and they can't, so he can't function as he used to. And then he pushes himself too hard, and he can barely even fly at that point. We don't even know if he could have moved after that, after he recovers, because the best doctor in the world just happens to be a person who does a lot of fire and rescue work, and he turns this mangled up uh, mechanical bit that is, you know, shot to heck, and uh, he turns it into something that is, quote, better than new. So... Clearly, even the mech- even the mechanical bits that cannot be replaced with different bits, even the ones that aren't being made anymore, there's something you can do if you have enough like skill, time, or money. So I just don't understand. These cars have to have something about them that is what dies. Yeah, and... I, I do want to say real quick, we also know that they need specific, specific parts because one of the ways they were able to like identify the villain in Cars 2 where they were like, oh, in this video we see he has this specific part. There are only like 1,000 cars in the world that have that specific part. Uh, yep. A weird but, theme that's common is they don't make that anymore. Yeah, like why wouldn't they make it anymore? <laughs> like, that's one good thing we can say about these movies is that no matter how wealthy you are, (laughs) it's not going to change anything if, oh, they don't make the part. Well, if you're a poor person, of course they don't make the part. They don't care about you. But he was an extremely wealthy man, and they still didn't make that part. He could have that part custom made for him by an expert, but nope. Which makes me wonder, do do they not have the choice of actually making the parts themselves? That's that's what I was kind of getting to, because like if who's making the just they stopped making it. Who's they who's who's making the parts in the first place? And of course, this gets back to like, are they are they born or manufactured? But like it's the manufacturer, Lucas. Yeah. Thank thank the the manufacturer, as Mac says. But why the manufacturer stopped making organs specifically? Why does the manufacturer stop making organs so often? All the t- it's been a plot point in two out of five movies. It's been That's... a plot 
point for a protagonist and an antagonist of the entire film for two different films. It's 40% of the movies. <laughs> 40% of the movies are all based around, oh, some powerful being has decided that these people are going to die. And there's just not anything they can do about that, huh? Well, they do. Maru, uh, the guy who fixes Dusty, is, I think you are fully correct in saying, the world's greatest doctor, I guess. But like, is that him being a doctor, would you say? like In the same way Frankenstein is a doctor. But like, in this is a big thing I want to get into that I guess I'm going to go ahead and do, but like, poor like Maru and Doc and I guess Mater, I guess, where does being a mechanic end and being a doctor start? Or are they one and the same? Well, we know that there are people who make Parts. We know that there are people who sell parts and can put them on you, take them off of you. We know that there is more than one way to be hurt, and that somehow, if there's a squishy bit, if there is a mechanical bit, those two things are connected. So I'm gonna have to say that it's kind of a situation where they're the same thing, but it's yeah. like engineers. Yeah, you could be a mechanical engineer, you can design parts for a car, or you could be a civil engineer, look at a car and not know anything about how to fix it, but I can make a I can make a house, I guess. I can design a road. You're both the same thing and working in the same system using the same methodology, but you have to have a specialty. And you just get called a mechanic if you focus on, oh, I want this to function. And you're a doctor if it's, I want this thing to live. Speaking of specialties, that actually reminded me, both Mater and Doc have their doctorate in internal combustion. They are doctors of internal combustion. And so Maru that's like repaired an engine. But like, I feel like Doc and Mater, gosh, I hate including Mater, but like it's canon. <laughs> Doc and Mater consider themselves doctors. It seems like Maru considers him more himself more of a mechanic to me, just from like his general like I don't know how he sort of carries himself and like how he treats his position that we see in planes, fire and rescue. You know, does that make sense? Okay, so there's yeah, there's a weird term that I really like that's gone around for a while, and it's people who don't want to call themselves engineers because they don't necessarily have to have an engineering degree or do anything that's technically engineering. And like it includes so many things. It's just people who call themselves makers. It's okay. people who like to just create things. Like some people consider themselves makers if they do like non-physical things, but I've always considered it to be more of a crafty kind of thing. I think that that's kind of what he is because clearly he just likes messing around with stuff and seeing what he can do to it. Yeah. It's again, it's he's a Frankenstein character who will take things and just whether it is allowed or not, do unholy nonsense to it and make it better than it should be capable of being <laughs> better than the manufacturer intended, uh, better than what we think of as God in this universe. Yeah. This man is an unholy necromancer, basically. He he just turns flesh into whatever he wants it to be. I'm almost certain you made that exact point in the Planes Fire and Rescue episode, which is good, or the uh, 
but at least I'm consistent. Waka waka. No, that's good. We should honestly, we should have more consistent points on this podcast and remember, remember them. But anyway, yeah, we I haven't I been think... able to get that D and D game started and like planned out, but we could include Necromancer. Ooh, man. Uh, I would have to make a new character. No, Freddy Chops is the best. I could, I could never get rid of Freddy Chops. Freddy Chops. Anyway, uh, but I, th- I think you you're hitting the nail on the head in the difference between Maru and Mater and Doc. In that, Maru's just like Maru almost seems like he doesn't see it as like saving Dusty's life. He sees it as like a he sees it like an engineering problem. Like he looks at it purely mechanically almost in my opinion and he's like Mm -hmm. what can i do to make this better and cooler and work and like do something no one's ever done like do some out of the like you're not gonna have a surgeon he describes it it's better than new is that what you're referring to no how he describes the procedure uh it took like three days i don't remember the wording exactly but he was talking about how it took him a bit to get him stable and then while he was in there he tinkered around with his engine so it's not even an engineering problem of he didn't think of him as a person whose life needed to be saved he saved the man's life got him stable and then was like oh look his heart wonder what i could do to that he was like what if i threw an extra valve on this patient's heart like surgeons gosh i hope don't do that uh, but but I think what I'm trying to say is Maru definitely is not licensed. Oh, I think he maybe was at some point, and then he did some like adding, like making cars. I'm doing air quotes better than new, and they were like, "Oh, you are you are not a doctor, and also we're going to hunt you as a criminal." And then he moved to the woods. I think that he he, that's why he's in the woods. All I'm saying is. There's a chance there's a chance that Maru is a war criminal who made super soldiers. I don't know how big that chance is because man, the evidence isn't there, but I'll support it. Seems like Maru's whole thing, just from like circumstantial personality wise, seems like the kind of nonsense he'd be into. Yeah, who knows? He might be that and have never been in the army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he just, just found was making some them soldiers. He found some soldiers. <laughs> Had some fun, went crazy. No, I think he just, again, was maybe just a regular doctor, surgeon person and was like, I'm going to make this person into a super soldier. They're like, why did you do this to this person? Are you sure he didn't want it? Because he's better than new. He's very Better at dead. killing, yes. Better at killing than, I don't know, uh, a forklift should be. He just welded like a tank, like a the, the, the gun from a tank onto a forklift. And they're just weighted down from the front and can't actually, their their wheels aren't touching the ground anymore because they can't get the momentum to get back on their wheels. That's pretty no, good. No, look, they have to be better than new, so he also grafted the, the tre- tank treads on them. They, they're still weighed down by the nose, but they do have tank treads. I guess if they fired their tank gun, I don't know, they would be shot they back a lot, even, at least. Even farther and faster. What if all of the, like, ATV type vehicles? What if all of them are his experiments? Oh, they're super soldiers, John. No, no, no. They're his own Why personal would... brood. John, we've made some dumb points without evidence. I feel 
Oh gosh, I th- I think that one's not our dumbest or without evidence ist one. Oh boy. Yeah, because why would why would they? They're just tiny cars. They're not like full construction. Why would they have those attached? Yeah, they're super soldiers. Okay, they're like the the things in in so the people who were like Bucky in Civil War, who like Zemo was threatening. They're to all winter soldiers. Them. Yeah, they're the winter soldiers. Okay. Oh, that's so good. Pretty cool cars. All right. <laughs> so cars can die. There's yes. a necromancer <laughs> who made his own brood. Um, Pretty good episode. All right. What else do we have about healthcare? I do want to get into. Oh, this is my question from Liz. It's a qu- time for question from Liz. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized. All right. Hit me with that question from Liz. Uh, we both are seeing people named Liz. Sometimes they ask questions. Sometimes we say those questions. Never do we tell you who they are, except sometimes Lucas does because he likes to spoil my fun. I do almost all, every time tell you who it is. This one's my Liz, just to be more explicit than usual since John brought it up. Uh, but this one is when humans go into surgery, they have to be under anesthesia and cut into. But with cars, you can just like open their hood and like, or or like raise them up and go under them like oil change style. So like, what's up with that? The hood. What? Oh, the hood's up. That was that was fine. That was a fine joke, I guess. Uh, yeah. That's which brings me to my not so fun fact of the day. Okay, sure. Then we're gonna answer the question after the fun, the not very fun fact, yep. or what? Okay, cool. So one method of relieving headaches in ye olden days. Oh was yeah. Drilling holes in people's heads to relieve yeah. the pressure. Pretty cool. Which, I gotta say, like, cars, yeah, you can lift up the hood, but if it's a Lightning McQueen crashing at the beginning of Cars 3 situation, that's not gonna be good enough. I feel like lifting up the hood is just gonna be like, oh, open up your mouth and say, ah. Okay. Except it's their hearts like, in there. But they also just have an area where you can just look at some of their things. Yeah. Okay, I, I could I could get behind. Well, they do also have mouths. I do want to point out that they do also have mouths. They do have mouths. I, d- I forgot they had mouths. Maybe opening up the hood is their butt. You would just want everything to be their butt. You need a colonoscopy? You just open up the hood. Oh, shoot, that works better than I thought, because, like, if you're leaking oil, check your fluids that way. It's, like, there's something there. And, like, I agree that, like, not everything could be done by like getting under the car or opening the hood but like a, i feel like a lot of surgery would be a lot less invasive than in their universe you know cuz i don't know again for sure for sure it's all there and like, that's not getting to the squishy bit which gosh we haven't really gotten to the squishy bit much in this episode but we will probably i don't know hopefully we the may doctors not. don't have to either <laughs> yeah but like going back to when lightning crashed he got real messed up, and if there's yeah. a squishy bit in there, that would have had to have gotten messed up, right? No, uh, you see, newer cars, they have crumple zones, which are just pockets designed into the vehicle to collapse so that the squishy bit, being humans, on the inside doesn't take nearly as much force. So a squishy bit could have possibly been fine, just depending on how much of the crumple zone was utilized and how efficient his design is for safety i mean i'll i'm not gonna give you completely fine 
given the shown damage to bruised and shaken up, but he recovered in a few months. So like it wasn't much more than like a fracture. What fractured? The, the squishy bit. You know, squishy things, famous quality, ability to crack and fracture. Lucas, do not make me bring up that one picture and show it to you again. Oh, the cross section of the car? I don't want to see it. I know it. I've seen it a lot. I do a lot of research vis-a-vis car biology. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, The one with the feeding tube and everything. No, no, I know. I know. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay, so couldn't have been that extensive of damage because, again, my prediction going into that movie was that within way too short of a time, he'll be perfectly fine. And I think my original estimate was six minutes and he was fine in three minutes. There was, in fact, a time jump there but you're you're right that it was quick that time jump was maybe three months that's probably pretty accurate yeah but oh, as boy. we've gotten into before like we we think that doc hudson's crash severely shortened his lifespan and i don't think no it's because zones. well yeah john but what i'm saying is in crashes the squishy bit can get messed up oh for sure yes so why just you less likely so long I'm just saying, like, the newer the car, the less likely the squishy bit's going to get hurt. No, yeah, sure, but, like, and the same it action. can, so... Oh, it can. It's just going to be less and less damage for the same accident, so, like, if I'm not arguing it was a comparable that. accident just... to Doc Hudson, it would basically have been shrug it off, which is what Lightning did. John, I, I, we're on the same page. Stop arguing. <laughs> no, Lucas, I don't think you understand... I fully do. Uh, it can hurt the squishy bit. It's just that it's there are crumple zones. You see, these crumple zones are uh, built in. I'm cutting this out. Uh, <laughs> but I think what's happening is you don't have an answer for how they do medicine to the squishy bit. So you're stalling until you think of an answer for how they do medicine to the squishy bit. Am I right? The answer is they do medicine by giving medicine to the mouth because that has a direct connection to the squishy bit. What if surgery? Then they have to do what they've been trying out more and more recently, which is just going in through the mouth. Oh, no. I guess if you... Well, for like the... There are, there are procedures where you go in through the mouth or through the butthole and you just like have a tiny little cut and you go in and like you can just see what you can do. Or there's just like procedures now where you cut maybe a half an inch and then you, you just go in with this tiny, tiny machinery or like it's man it's so small and you can like sew it up that way it's semi-automated it's crazy but you can just drill like one hole in the car get to the squishy bit and then have your extremely gifted doctor with non-shaky hands (laughs) with non-hands get you very good at surgery because hands get you you know hands mater has a hook john i do want to get back to no hands and I'm sure we will, but I did stop listening about halfway through your thing because I did think it was a good thing. I did listen, actually, but I drifted off because I did think about the fact that there are aircraft carriers in this world that Mm -hmm. do have a big, big mouth. So if something's wrong with the squishy bit for that, they could just send like some forklifts in there and do some Osmosis Jones stuff and just get in there with like a medicine gun and shoot the disease with it because they can fit oh they can do journey to the center of 
the they could oh man yeah your body so that's cars five have i mentioned that's our (laughs) next that has that's one of our movies our stupid movie pitches I'm thinking one of the next car movies has to be when they go to see the manufacturer and it's going to be a very religious uh, film. They're going to meet God. Okay. They're going to be fed up with the fact that he's choosing for so many people to die. Oh, man. You don't have a haunted doll watch. What are you talking about? Okay. So in the Disney Plus series, Loki, uh, a certain beautiful voice is going to be a certain role that we don't know about, but we know for a fact that it seems Disney has cast Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, I did. Is this, are you doing a new segment like an Owen Wilson watch? No, this is, I have just been sent something by Liz, which brings me to a question from Liz. It doesn't, but I'm going to say the question from Liz for the week. So, uh, what kind of diseases do cars get? Like, did they have, the bubonic plague like what would have what would they have called it i will say i did try to answer that question immediately with probably just the plague yeah i and was she gonna said and then she said uh well i want it to have a cool name the the the, the plane it only affected planes <laughs> um what would we call the cars black death black top death i'm that, on a roll keep, like keep them coming the road all right, it's it's the plague. It's okay. So, carlet fever. Carlet fever. All right, let's go for measles. What's measles? Ah, shoot. Uh, for whatever reason, I can only think of fleasels. Which man, that has nothing to do with cars, huh? Tweezels. No, I, I gotta agree. Um, Sneezels. No. I wasn't even thinking that that would be a hard one. Just measles popped into my head. That's just what like a nonsense the, uh, word. Why would that not be hard? Why? What about the uh, coronavirus? Well, it would be the coronavirus. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, it would be the roll. coronavirus. We're back on a roll. Um, back on top. What would we call smallpox? <laughs> bigger pox because they're cars and they're bigger than us. Reasonably sized pox. Like average pox, I guess. Decently right. sized pops. So uh we can we can rest assured this can rest assured it has a cool name. It's now called the Plague or the Blacktop Death. I'm happy with almost all of those except obviously measles. Uh we've gone with is it fleasels? We haven't gone with anything. I was saying bad things that that didn't work that came to my mind. Do you have one? The Mitsubishi Beasles. That was well. It wasn't worse than fleasels. I can't, in good conscience, say that. But it wasn't much better. It involved car. It it did, which is what made it better than mine. John, I want to talk about ambulances. All right, let's talk about ambulances. Ambuli, ambulatory, ambulation. What's up with movement? What's up with hands? You can't fit cars and ambulances, so why do ambulances exist? Lucas, this is just the week or two ago when I was like, hey, what's up with limousines? No, I know, but also... You can fit there- some car, like you can fit the like ATV uh, fire and rescue boys. You can fit like uh, forklifts in one. And I, I am actually contradicting the canon 
because in Rescue Squad Mater, Lightning does get put into an ambulance. But like, that's not how big ambulances is. Are ambulances I mean, bigger? Are, are do probably. do they use ambulances? I mean, yes, at least once. Actually, no, several times because in Cars Three, when there was that giant pileup that no one ever talks about, uh, hashtag pileup gate. The uh, like there were ambulances just flying on that everywhere. So is all we're getting to is ambulances are just big enough for cars in this one. Mm-hmm. Can they perform medicine? It's kind of like how you said that if you were making cars, you would have them not go inside as much as possible. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same for the ambulances. Of If you see an ambulance that looks like a normal size, that's an ambulance that was never meant for someone to go inside of it. Okay, I guess. I guess. Fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do they so, get diseases? We didn't talk about that very much. We just said dumb names for diseases for like three minutes. Diseases. Uh, I feel like I've seen a car be sick or at least sneeze. I feel like sneezing. I feel like we've seen like sneezing and coughing kind of stuff, but I don't know about full sick. We did imply that uh, like what else would be like that? What if there just aren't that many squishy bit diseases because we've like found a way to get rid of them all? I mean, if we all lived in big, big robots also, I feel like we would have less transmutable diseases. Hazmat suits, yeah. Yeah, but they know the concept how would you get rid of... How else would you get rid of diseases like that? Oh, do you want me to say a thing about vaccinations? Brings me to a fun fact of the day. (laughs) Thanks to uh, just increases in technology and availability, we have been just demolishing diseases over the past... uh, 50 years, according to jphmpdirect.com, over the past like 30 years, we have decreased diseases that are preventable by 84% deaths yeah. due to those diseases. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to a uh, very hot fun fact of the day. This one's, I see where this one's going. All right, so this one's trippy. It's not that bad, actually. It's, it's more just, I found this article when looking up things. That it just really, it's a head scratcher. It's sure. all about how a group on Twitter called the Crazy Mothers does not want to be referred to as anti-vaxxers anymore. They said that it demeans their cause, it's overly simplistic, and uh, all of these things. And uh, Wait. to be real, I don't understand this entire article, because it seems to be a story about a story about a story, and it's this weird thing where they're trying to rebrand anti-vaccination with the term vaccine risk aware. Oh my God. Uh, But okay. You said the group is called the crazy mothers or moms or something. Yes. The crazy. That is what they, that's what they call themselves. Yes. A, an organization called the crazy mothers by themselves wrote, wrote this tweet. (laughs) Uh, Dear media, please retire the use of the term anti-vaxxer. It is derogatory, inflammatory, and marginalizes both women and their experiences. Kinda, sorta, like how the term crazy mothers might do. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, that one wasn't very fun. I didn't like that one very much. Yeah, they call call themselves the crazy mothers and they're upset that other people call them anti-vax when they are anti-vaccination. That is a position they hold. Okay, and okay. 
Okay. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree with the premise that uh, an organization or a group should never be defined by a lack of something or a negative of something. Like, I would not call someone an anti-vaxxer if I were going with this, like, my principle on the idea of naming a group. Because they're not for vaccines. I would call them pro-death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, pro sickness, maybe. Ooh, pro measles. <laughs> pro measles. So you heard it here first, folks. Do not call people anti-vaxxers. It's rude. It marginalizes them. Apparently, it it demeans women. And uh, this is coming from a a well-known group called the Crazy Mothers. So stick with the chat and uh, just call call those people instead. Pro sickness. Yep. Vaccinate your children, please. And yourselves, get your flu shot. People who are immunocompromised can't do that, and you will kill them. If you are able to, it is morally your responsibility to get vaccinated and have your children vaccinated. One of them moral imperatives! Anyway. Alright, so cars, they don't have to worry about that because they're in hazmat suits, and we're not. We don't have the, you know, wonderful car suit that protects us from all disease and a lot of impacts at going like 190 something miles an hour. So, uh, so Lucas, what's up? I'd like, uh, I'd like to hear your prediction on this. When are we going to get these suits? I've been saying for years, we need these suits. We need suits that will keep us all safe, warm and give us super strength and super speed. You're asking when we will all become iron men and women and iron people. Yes. Yes. Okay. When will we become the Iron Legion? Is that what he when calls it? When will them? we become the Iron Legion? Yes. Cool. I'm happy I got that correct. We will become the Iron Legion. I don't know, man. Probably never. I don't see us ever, like, permanently wearing, like, straight up Iron Man suits. Of course not permanently. When you can get back into your uh, safety bubble, you don't have to be in the suit. John, the thing is, a ship in harbor is safe. That's not what ships were made for. Something like that. I got like the gist of it. Yeah, you got the you got the like the meaning behind it. Yeah, and I th- I feel like I said it really good. Like I said it with mm-hmm. like a lot of good. Like it was it was a pretty good little line read I did just then. I that was that was a good line read. I gotta say, this of course is our sub podcast where we review sentences from our podcast. So that's over now. That we gave it a nine out of ten. Very solid, very solid. Yes, of course. All right. So, <laughs> yes. oh boy, have we seen a car get sick? We haven't seen a car eat a carrot, which I'm still very upset about. That Kickstarter is not picking up any steam. Man, yeah. It's, man. I, I just put... need $40 million to make this video. And I took out a mortgage, and I went ahead and put all that money into the Kickstarter, maybe thinking that people would think like, oh, there's a cool 100K in there. Maybe like the, the, this is like growing and may I want to get in on the ground floor. I think that may be the only donation so far. So, yeah, I also I, I asked uh, the president of the United States of America for a small loan of a million dollars and sure. I have not gotten a response. So that's weird. <laughs> Good little topical joke, John. Nice. Uh, but anyway it's true please 
donate to that non-existent Kickstarter because I would love to recoup my imaginary money that I made a joke about. So, yep, and that is uh, kickstarter.com forward slash. No, seriously, we never made this Kickstarter. Obviously. Backslash, backslash, uh, Google dot Netscape. Sure, why not? Why not, you know? It's the 90s. Uh, I will say real quick, back on disease, since we never really, you know, said anything about it. In, again, Rescue Squad Mater, both Mater and Mia and Tia as his nurses, uh, do have, like... Not as like, the puppies? Not as the puppies. Is, isn't when they're dogs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they... All three of them do have, like, the surgical face masks, which are used for sterility and, you know, to not catch infectious diseases. So it's not so that you can't see them, like, gagging when they do something gross inside your body? That's just, like, a, a nice little side effect of it, you know? Okay, okay. So, at the very least, there is some concern about either just infection, which is what sterility is all about, uh, and or... or infectious diseases like they don't want to catch something that's very contagious like that exists in this universe in some capacity or they just like the mask and don't want to gag one one of those one of those three i feel like it's unfortunately probably they just like the masks because that's like if we're being real which is not what we like to do here on the cachette then it's probably just the thing we're like oh yeah it's our world, but cars, so they've got the mask because our world has the mask. But uh, if we're being the Kachat, yeah, no, yeah, it's because they can definitely catch diseases uh, airborne. Again, I feel like I did have to do this last episode. The whole point of podcasts is that they do things because they they don't think about them, and then we do. So, but if they're just like mechanics, then I guess they could could they get infections through like I don't know oil changes and stuff, or like pure like non-squishy bit procedures somehow i don't know i've been like doing a lot of mechanical stuff downstairs and upstairs and like there's been a lot of fumes and like melting plastic and whatnot and like a bunch of car oil and whatnot when i was i felt really bad and like sick for a while but it can't be because of that because like mechanical bits can't hurt you right well i i remember we talked about do car fumes hurt them? Like, I think, again, literally last episode. But that could be a big part of it. Or, like, I don't know. I don't know that you won't enjoy this. I don't know that they generate saliva. They don't. Because, again, this is a perfect world. Not at all like our own. You can't bring up saliva and Osmosis Jones in the same episode, Lucas. Oh, do you have a thing about Osmosis Jones? I didn't know that. I know you're about your thing with saliva. You did know that. It's I've told you, Lucas. It's why I've gotten the thing. Oh, oh, yeah. Yep. The premise of that movie is a man has some saliva, some foreign saliva, go into his body and kill him. And since I watched that as a child, I've had this weird thing where I really dislike saliva a lot. Almost as if I feared dying because of it. I have seen... I remember like our senior year of high school, we were at Pizza Hut and you realized you had accidentally drunk our friend Logan's drink for a while. And man, it was the quickest I have ever seen someone go pale. It, it like it's it's an intense thing that John goes through vis-a-vis saliva. I have gotten a little bit better because I had to, because I was a substitute teacher, and kids are nasty. Yeah, they're they're gross. They're gross. I'm I'm gonna do this. Quick, 
my point about car spit. It, one, they probably generate more than people do. Two, it probably wouldn't be good for that to get into like other fluid containers in the like car engine. So that could be a good reason for them to wear the masks, especially if they are above the, you know, the engine when it's open. So Lucas, what you're saying is their gigantic mouths need to have a mask because obviously like one bit of spittle could be like an actual cup full of bad liquid. I'm not sure about a cup. Certainly more than, you know, you and me. Feel free to change the subject whenever you want to not be talking about this. I, I am fully willing to Let's do talk that. talk about something I'm far more comfortable talking about. So, like, pee-pee-poo-poo. They gotta... <laughs> <Nice. laughs> what would, like... Okay, so, I am a person who suffers from uh, certain digestive issues, but I wonder what that would be like for a car, because, I mean, they have toilets. They probably oh, do something like pooping. Yeah. So, like, diary is probably a thing. John, what you're asking me is how does car IBS work? Is that is that what you're getting to? That is what I'm uh, talking around right now. Okay. You're right that they have toilets. And, again, there is... I feel like we talked about this in the Cars 2 episode, and we just, like, landed on, we're not going to find a thing we're happy about talking about car poop so we're gonna stop talking about it but there is also (laughs) a scene where there's like one of those trucks that sucks out the plane waste uh from the plane toilets that a car Mm. fell into i think it was marked lavatory but i can't remember that but it was marked in such a way that implied it was toilet stuff and i'm pretty sure a plane crashed into like a junk like a, a big thing of fertilizer at one point yeah well yeah fertilizer is a thing and that was okay. tractor poop. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they poop. Okay. I remember why we stopped talking about it, is you implied that they just secrete it from all of their various car pores, and I said, why wouldn't it come out of their exhaust pipe or something, John? And you said, no, they secrete it. And I said, I'm going to stop talking about this, John. Your thing doesn't make sense for, like, a lot of reasons, but I don't want to talk That's about fair. it anymore. That's fair and good. I'm going to go back to, they. it comes out of their exhaust pipe, and if they got car IBS, it, come, it comes out of their exhaust pipe. It comes out fast or not nearly fast enough. Good episode. Isn't that weird? Isn't that Araria. weird that the same condition can cause you to have diarrhea or constipation? Constipation. Constipation. Yeah, it can. It, it can is weird, yes. Dicaria. Cararia sounds better, but like that's where the car should go. I see what you're doing. Yeah, but like it's the same <laughs> disease and it gives yeah. you both. It is. You're right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed us talking about car pee pee and poo poo. Do we want to talk <laughs> about <laughs> another one for the books? I think we're good for today. Okay. <laughs> There's more to talk about with health, but we can save that. We can talk about other things later. Yeah, yeah. And I will it's say. It's time. It's time to not do this anymore. <laughs> You're right. I do want to say, I feel like this has been our most like productive episode, like genuine like conversation about how cars work in like several episodes. Probably been about uh, 10 maybe. Yeah. 
like, been a while. I don't even. What did we even talk about last week? Real quick, what did we even talk about last week? Not. Uh, it was, nope. That one was flow. That was flow. No, it was it was flow. Yeah. So definitely better than last week. Oh, better than the week in which I spent the entire time trying to talk about something else. No. Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool. But yeah, I guess this is the end of our podcast now. So thank you for listening. It was a very cool thing that you did. Uh, and we genuinely appreciate it a lot. It uh, means a lot to us. Uh, if you want to follow us on things, you can do it on Twitter. We're on there, uh, at the Kachat, all one word. And you can also email us at uh, thekachat at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for the name of the wiki quote of the day, like our good friend Rob sent in. Uh, thank you again to Rob. You can do it through either of those platforms or I don't know, you can text it to us. We feel very official when we get like tweets and DMs and emails though. So we do prefer that you do it that way, I guess. Yep, I uh I've made sure to establish the email on my phone because I I got a new phone and I was really sad that I missed two different emails because I I really like getting those emails. It makes us happy. Uh we also are on Podchaser. And if it so... makes us happy what? Nope, not gonna cut it out if you responded to it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now we're right. both sunk. <laughs> honestly, Lucas, honestly, that that's the thought of okay, if I don't sing along, what are the chances that's going in the podcast? Oh yeah. We're also was... on Pod Chaser. So it's true. please find us on there. It's fairly like new, so find us, find us fast and just Show us some love. Yeah, like it, it's a service that you can like follow like specific creators of podcasts and stuff. So if you're like, again, specific, we always talk about the macros. If you're like, Griffin does so, or Travis, Travis does so many yeah. appearances on <laughs> yes. different podcasts, Podchaser will tell you all the things he's been on. And that's pretty cool. And you could also review things and nobody's on it yet. So if you review our podcast, that's very good in this early stage. So please do that. Do we say anything else? Uh, Until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. That's the end of the podcast. Yep.